Welcome to A Fly for Perfect. I'm Josh Meyer. With me always is my wife, Laura. Hey, guys. Okay, today we're going to be talking about day dates. Now, this is something where I think we've all heard when you have a partner or spouse that it's really important to, you know, spend time together and have a date night or date time together. And that's something that, you know, Laura and I always tried to do, but it became really, really difficult once we had work and kids and, you know, obligations with either, you know, our kids' sports or charity causes that we we're on. It always seemed to be that there was always a real struggle to be able to get that date night in. And so Laura came up actually with this great idea of, well, why don't we do this during the day? Because we kind of eliminate a lot of those issues that we had when trying to do a nighttime activity. Yeah, I just know that before we were doing the day date, for me, it felt like, wow, I'm going from kids to work. And then this idea of even going out at night with you was like, oh, it felt almost like a chore because I was already tired. I usually already had like a bad day. And then it's like, oh my gosh, on top of all of that, I have to go out now and eat some kind of steak, you know? And it's just like, I don't want to do that. And I, I love the steak part. But yeah. <laughs> well, we still go out to dinner now and then. But um, so yeah, we came up with this idea of doing the day date. And it's something that we have scheduled where we do it every other Friday um, while the kids are in school. We both take the day off work and we do a day date together. So we're going to be talking a lot today about like what we do on, on the day day and kind of like some ideas for you guys and what if you can't get work off or what if you can't afford a day day those types of things we're going to help you overcome any of those hurdles so that you can have this special time with the person you love to really reset and reconnect and be together outside of the day-to-day -day activities without having the hassle of going on some huge vacation before doing this, it was something where it was so stressful, like Laura said. And now that we do it, it's one of the things that we look forward to every week, something that we can plan. And instead of being a stressor, it's something that, you know, we really get excited about. Yeah, I know for me, when I look at my calendar for the week and it's, you know, I'm looking at I'm looking Sunday night for the week to come when I see Friday is off and it's a day day, it changes my entire week. So it is something that we really love. So the first thing that we want to talk about is what are the benefits of having a day day? And, you know, on this show, obviously, we're here to help you create your own version of if life were perfect. And we're going to talk about how the day date fits in with benefiting your career, your finances and your family. For sure. Um, so, I mean, kind of the first area that we look at is with your career. And it may kind of seem odd to think that if we're taking time off from work, that that's actually benefiting your career. But we all need time to reset. I mean, I think we can all feel it where we're kind of going in and, and sometimes we're just work becomes repetitive or we're feeling like we're going through the motions. We're not as productive when we, you know, we feel like it's a grind. And so having that ability to take some time off, there's a reason why there are vacation days, right? It's not something that people created without reason. It's a very specific reason because you get excited about that. It gets you motivated. It gets you energized to be able to do the work that you have. Um, to get it completed. It puts time strengths on it so you actually get the work done. Um, there's all sorts of benefits that come from, you know, taking that time off. Yeah. And I know for us, I feel like the ways that the day date has benefited our career the most is one for your schedule, Josh, because you work full time and you're here Monday through Friday at the law firm. And so I think, you know, with you being able to take off that day every other week, you naturally get the rest of your work done just sooner and, and you're probably more intentional. Yeah, it makes you be more efficient. You're, you're more intentional. I mean, I think it's we can all think about anytime you go on a vacation or a trip, you're scrambling beforehand to kind of get everything done. 
But a lot of times it's not necessarily you're having a lot more work. It's just you're being more efficient about your work. Yeah. And then I think the other way it's benefited our career, and this could play into the other areas as well, but for us on our day day, I find a lot of times we end up talking about our bigger dreams together. And sometimes that is career related. And it could be because you feel free, you feel at ease. And we're not talking, of course, and we'll talk about the, you know, the rules for day dates in a minute, but we're not talking about specifics or anything about the nitty gritty of work. But when you have that chance to kind of take a step back from your career and get some perspective or things that you want to do more of, that's a good thing. And so the day date, I certainly feel has given us that opportunity and it does benefit our career. Financially, it's benefited us, you know, maybe not directly making more money because we're not working. Well, it saved us from an expensive divorce, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, it's much and it's much better than therapy. So you don't have therapy costs. Well, it's, seriously, I mean, that's a real thing, though, is one of the things you do learn in therapy is that you're supposed to go on dates with each other. And so I would much rather go out and have fun with my money than having to pay a therapist. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where when you're going out during the day, there's just so many more activities that are available. And I think we'll talk about those that are either free or low cost. It's not, you're not having to go out to an extravagant dinner and to a show. And those things are nice and we still do those, but there's just a lot of other activities that are available during the day that you can do that just are more cost effective. Yeah. And the biggest way for us that it benefited our finances is by going in the day when the kids are at school we don't have to pay the babysitter. Yeah. I mean, there's not an extra, you know, $100 that you have to tack on. For that childcare. would be nice. I feel like that would buy us, what, three hours here. But yeah, it's true. It saves you from having to pay the babysitter. I know when we used to have to do the night dates and pay a babysitter, our kids are getting a little older now. I always felt like, wow, on top of paying for this meal and going out to whatever we're doing, I'm also having to pay the babysitter. So it was just like, gosh, you know, we're spending you know, hundreds of dollars just to go out for one night. Like, is it even worth it? I mean, it just made it so much more stressful and just not as enjoyable. And so by having it be a lot more low cost, it takes a lot of that pressure off. Yeah. You know, the other aspect, you know, that we talk about on the show is, you know, building your ideal life and focusing on family. And so I think for us, obviously, the day day, it benefits us as a couple because we're able to be in friend mode and husband wife mode. And so many times, especially because we work together, we're constantly either in business owner mode, which is it's cold. I, I don't like it. It's uh, not my best side. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all the times and stuff. Chilly, chilly at the office. But then at home, we're in mom and dad mode and, you know, slash survival mode. Right. And so by doing the day dates, it is a chance to regularly because they're regularly set to regularly get into husband wife mode. And that's obviously a good thing for our relationship. And of course, that benefits our family as well. Oh, yeah, because I mean, it's something where when we are together, then we can be together. And then when we are with our kids, we can really be intentional with our kids as well, because we're not thinking like, oh, man, we really should be spending time together. We haven't carved that out. And you don't feel resentful or, you know, have all those kind of negative emotions towards, especially when the kids are being bad, right? Right. Uh, well, I, and I just feel like at, whether it's at work or home, um, because I know the day date is coming, it almost it, it fends off resentment, you know, when I'm having to do work mode or mom mode, because I know it's coming. And I know even if we're a little short with each other, whatever it is, or distracted, I know we're going to get that time together. And that definitely benefits our family. And then one more thing I was thinking, which the kids love, 
is because it's a day day, you're home when they get out of school on that day and they love it. Oh, yeah. Because I then that's like I'm, a novelty. I, yeah. Because I'm going to be home then th- since I have the day off, then I'll be home at three o'clock when they're home. And so that's another nice just added perk and benefit. All right. So those are the benefits really to your career, finances, and family of incorporating a day date. So the next thing we're going to talk about is like what we actually do on our day dates um, because it varies, which is actually very important. It's not um, mundane and it's not the same thing every time. Yeah. And I think we try to be intentional about doing things that are different. And really the whole idea is it's an opportunity for you to connect with your spouse or your partner in a way that you guys can feel good and have fun and then just enjoy each other. Um, kind of in that role. And so thinking of activities and things that, that you enjoy that make you relax, make you peaceful, make you fun, that you can really kind of just be yourselves and not feel the pressure of kind of the outside world. Yeah. And I guess every couple's different, right? Like my main objective for the day day is to veg out for my entire life and just relax and enjoy the day. Other people might be looking for more of a thrill and like they're looking to go on like roller coasters or whatever. Um, But for me, it's really just a chance to unwind and just like enjoy hanging out with you. So in terms of what we actually do on our day day, we usually get the kids off to school, you know, a little bit after eight o'clock, hopefully on time. And then usually right away, I want to do something that's different than my everyday routine right before I go out on the day date, because then it's kind of my way of signaling that we're going to be going to do something different. And so my mind's not automatically getting preoccupied with work or things I'd normally be doing at that time. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's a variety of different things where it could be where we go and immediately get breakfast. Um, We go to like maybe the school flag deck, you know, with the kids and see one of those activities. Sometimes we'll go to church. Sometimes we'll sit and just kind of chat. I know that church part seems boring, but sitting in a quiet, empty church for a half an hour is a great way for me to chill out. So I will drag Josh along sometimes, but you know, other people would probably benefit from, you know, meditation or something or just going outside. It's just something that just gets you kind of out of that routine and get you into kind of vacation mode, right? I mean, it'd be the same thing when you're on vacation, you're going to do something different, or maybe you go back to bed even and you sleep in. I mean, there's so (laughs) many different things that you can do, but we want to kind of just immediately kind of jump into the date and then it makes sure that it happens too. And so, yeah, so we're not getting distracted from and then that's a, a mistake sometimes we fall into and that we'll talk about the ground rules, but you're not going to be checking your phone and you know, you'll have made all those arrangements in advance. So you're not going to be looking at work emails. So usually, you know, we do some kind of transitional activity and then we go on to the day date. We live in Southern California, so we're fortunate where, you know, we have pretty good weather all times of the year and we like the outdoors. And so a lot of our day dates tend to be some sort of outdoor activity. Sometimes it's a hike, sometimes it's a walk, sometimes it's going out on the water, we can kayak, we can paddleboard. It's usually some sort of activity though, um, or maybe it's even going to the mall and going shopping. It kind of just depends. Yeah, and I, th- I mean, I think usually we typically do in the morning, we go out for an activity because that's what we enjoy doing. And what's interesting about that is we don't travel overly far. There's so many nooks and crannies in our own city where we live in surrounding cities, you don't have to travel far. The day date's cool because it's a chance where you can explore new areas of where you live every time. Like last week, all we did was walk on the other side of our bay and it was like a whole new experience. And we were seeing all these homes and little gardens we hadn't seen before. And it was fun. I felt like I was in Venice. Oh, yeah. It was a totally new adventure and it was like literally like a mile away. That's what's so cool about these types of dates is it didn't cost us anything. 
we were able to go explore something totally new without the hassle of flying somewhere or paying for something. And so usually that's what we enjoy doing is some kind of new hike or some kind of new walk or some kind of activity. Yeah. And it's nice too, because it's an opportunity to connect because it's a total downtime. We don't have any electronics and stuff. And so we can kind of just chat. And like Laura was saying earlier, you know, we can dream, we can talk about, you know, just what's going on in our life or kind of what we want from our life. We're not constricted to kind of anything in particular. And so it's a real opportunity to just kind of be free and fun and joke around and have a good time together. Yeah. And I don't know about other people, but I know for me, just the way my mind works is when I can be out doing an activity in a new area It's just a different mindset than when I'm sitting at a dinner table somewhere. With that, though, I mean, the other neat thing is that we usually get to try out somewhere new to eat. That's one of our favorite parts. Yeah, no, we we do like eating at different places. And so, you know, we either go online or get a a recommendation from a friend or whatever it is. Or sometimes we just kind of walk by and it smells good and we try something out. And so it's pretty neat because we don't necessarily know what we're going to get. And, it's and they're a, not overly expensive places. I mean, I feel like when we go out to dinner, it's always like a really nice place and there's friends there or whatever. Whereas with the day date, sometimes we it's almost like diners, drive-ins and dives, right? It's just like we're trying to find the hole in the wall that has stuff, stuff we normally don't eat, like pancakes and waffles. But it's the day date. So that's what it's for. It's meant to be fun. It's like your birthday almost. And so We're always trying new little restaurants that, you know, people told us about or we saw online and it's just fun. So having like a brunch is a big component of our day date. Well, and it's nice, too, because there is so much less traffic, so you don't have to worry really about reservations. A lot of times the menus are cheaper at lunchtime. I mean, there's just so many. It's just inexpensive. Yeah. And and then nobody you're not in a rush. You can kind of just hang out and relax and kind of enjoy it. And a lot of times we go to places that are either on the water or have some sort of scenery around it. So it's it's a really great opportunity where, again, we can just continue to relax and then just enjoy each other's conversation. Oh, and I have to add this in for the mommies. I don't have to get all ready for this. Like I roll out of bed. I'm in like my workout clothes. We're going on an outdoor activity. And that's kind of nice too, not having to get totally dressed up, especially because I do have to get dressed up more when I go to work. So it is kind of nice to have that casual feeling of just being together at some dive. And then so usually after we do that, it's usually like a little bit after the lunch hour because we take a nice long brunch together. And then I feel like either we come home and shower and kind of get dressed for the day in normal clothes and then maybe go shop or something like that or look at an art gallery or something fun or we we don't get ready. We actually go and then we'll get like a massage or something at some place where it's, you know, cheaper in the week and, you know, some kind of two for one. And we're able to do something relaxing like that. And the key is just to continue to do something that's just relaxing. It's fun. It's easy. And that, that, you know, we can both enjoy. Now for you guys, if you're listening to this and you're like, that sounds like a horrible date. I would never want to do any of those things. That's totally okay. You and your partner, you get to map out your dream date. Those are just some things that we do because usually people are like, what do you do on your day date? But you get to decide. Maybe you guys are like super into gaming and all you want to do is have a day together where you're you get to get on the PS4 because the kids are gone and you play against each other in your pajamas. Great. Do it. Or maybe you're way more sophisticated than us and you want to go hear an afternoon performance at the local theater. Do it. So it's whatever brings you guys joy and I guess that would lead us to the next kind of question people have is, 
you know, what if you and your spouse have different interests, like how we overcome that? Because in a way, Josh and I, we do have different interests, um, but we were able to find the common ground. Yeah, I think it's something where there are certainly things. I mean, we are married, so there's things that drew us together from an interest standpoint. And so we tend to focus on those things. The other things that we like will we do- don't do fantasy football all day. Yeah, yeah. And that's never even been on the list. <laughs> Not uh, even on your birthday. No, but I think it's something, too, where like that, though, there are some things that we do have, you know, some different interest in where we'll take turns. Where we'll say, OK, maybe Laura wants to go shopping or, you know, I'd rather go eat at a certain place or whatever the case may be where we'll kind of take turns and kind of go into the other person's world, if you will, and kind of, you know, do something that we normally wouldn't on our own, but we want to do it because it's something that we get to do with our partner and kind of experience with them. Yeah. And I think that's important. I mean, you always want to try out what your spouse wants to do too, but keep in mind, you know, this won't be the only date you ever have. So, you know, sometimes I go with Josh to the angel game and it's at night and it's not on our day date. Right. But that's something he loves to do is going to the game. So I'll go with them. Um, and likewise, like I would spend, you know, four hours at Zara and he'll come with me. I do think though, when it comes to carving out a regular day date, um, of what you're doing, you guys really should try and find to the extent possible as many common activities that you both enjoy as you can. And make sure you are doing those other things once in a while that your spouse likes or at a separate, you know, on a separate date very important, but try and find things that really bring you close together that you can both look forward to. Okay. So then the last thing that we really want to touch base on are kind of some of the ground rules on the day date, because we've done this now many times and there's been things that we've done that kind of have derailed us from the day date, you know, specifically like talking about work or talking about a problem. There's nothing like a date fight at 9.30 a.m. on a Friday. (laughs) Yeah. It's like more like a day disaster. Yeah, exactly. No way, no better way to kind of ruin the day than then bring something up. So, you know, over time, we've had to kind of come up with some rules and kind of modify them over time of things that we don't want to derail the date. Yeah. And so one of the first things that I'm thinking about is on our day date, we don't talk about any of the big things or specifics when it comes to our career or our kids or anything like that. And the reason being is this is meant to be a time for us to veg out, connect and have fun. And there's no easier way to spoil that than bringing up things like bills or a problem that your kid is having at school or, you know, problems with your family members or things like that. That's something that we truly try and avoid um, because then it can very quickly slip into an opportunity for conflict. Yeah. I mean, you just never don't, you don't want to bring up anything that's controversial. I mean, there's another time that you should carve out and do that. And that's something, you know, maybe that's probably a whole other podcast of how we kind of address those issues because we've had to do that. But you want this time to be time together where you can relax, you can enjoy each other, you can kind of bring out the best in each other and kind of leave the negative stuff um, for another time. The second rule we have is we don't bring any friends with us on our day date. I mean, this is something where it's supposed to be more intimate. It's something where it's you and I are able just to connect together. We're able to be together. And also, we don't have to plan and coordinate anything because I think that's something that we haven't really even talked about. But a lot of the times, this is spur of the moment. So we're just kind of kind of ad-libbing as is and what we feel like in the day. And so when you bring in somebody else into it, it just completely changes the dynamic. Well, it changes the dynamics. And we love to go to dinner with friends. But we've had a few friends that have tried to crash the day date, um, which is sweet. But we actually just don't do that because it is our time together. And I think that is important. If you truly want time to connect, then you can't have other people with you. 
But the third rule that we try to follow is that, you know, we completely detach from electronics. We have a phone on us in case of emergency, but I turn off all notifications for any emails, for anything that's going to be work related, make accommodations to make sure that, you know, somebody at work is monitoring that, has it available. And for Laura, she just completely doesn't even bring it with her, um, her phone, just so it, it doesn't become a distraction. There's no Facebook, there's nothing online. You know, it's something where we can really just be together and connect. Yeah, which is funny because I find so often on our day dates for the first two hours, I'm like every five minutes putting my hand into the purse thinking I'm going to check my phone. Um, it's amazing how, and I don't want to call it an addiction, but that's probably what it is, how often we're checking our phones automatic and for what, you know, to see what someone you went to high school with is doing and when you didn't even care then. Actually, for me, I have to physically completely leave my phone and not have it with me. Whereas like you, you're better at that. You can turn off notifications, but I just can't even have it. And so that's so important because you can't truly be present to anybody when you have your phone. And that's just how it is. Yeah. No, I mean, it's impossible. It's just too big of a distraction. And then I think the other ground rule for our day day, which we might have talked about is we change it up. It can be easy to have anything become a habit, especially when it's a good one and you like what you did and you want to repeat. And it doesn't mean we haven't done exactly the same day day a couple of times. But I did find there was one point. Do you remember when we started kind of always doing the same thing and it was just a little boring? Yeah, it became a little monotonous and like it wasn't as exciting or, you know, you don't look forward to it as much because it kind of became more routine. Um, and so when we've mixed it up, um, even a little bit, and even if it's like one of the activities or just what we, how we start the morning and stuff, it really does change it. Yeah. So you should never be completely doing the same thing twice in the same order and all of that. You do want to mix it up. And um, I just want to wrap up by talking about an objection, I think, or an obstacle a lot of people feel when it comes to doing this. You know, you may have heard this and think, I would love to do a day date. And I'm excited and, you know, yes, it won't be too expensive now and this and that. Um, but then you think about the schedule and you think my spouse isn't going to be able to take the day off work or I'm not going to be able to take the day off work, um, whatever it is. And the only thing I can say to that is you should. You really should. Like Josh was saying earlier, there's a reason we have vacation days. And you spending that time, and maybe it's not every other week, maybe it's once a month, maybe it's once a quarter, it's something that's set, you taking that time to tell your spouse, you are my number one priority and to reset in that way, that will benefit you far more in your career, finances and family than anything else you can be doing at work to get ahead. Take the vacation day, do it make it happen. Even if it's for three hours, you're just taking off the afternoon, something, but try it. Just try it and see how it goes. And if worst case scenario, let's go back to the college days, just call in sick. I hate to say it, but this is worth it. You and your spouse need this time together. Make it a priority. And once you do it, schedule it, you're going to love it and do it as much as you can. All right. Well, I don't want to encourage people to lie. You know, there's a reason that we have vacation days. And well, they're so, sick of working. Yeah, so that <laughs> they, may, they may feel sick in other ways and stuff. But I mean, the, the reality is, I mean, I've, I've read a million times that the majority of people use a fraction of their vacation days. Most people are not using them. There is time that is available that you have off. And I think it's something, too, 
where if you pose this to your boss or somebody that you're working with, they're going to love this idea. They'll probably do it too. Yeah. Start an office trend. Yeah. Do it that way. (laughs) I think that's going to be the far better one um, as opposed to having to make up excuses. You don't need to. This should not be something you have to make up an excuse for. This is something that really is going to be beneficial for everybody that's involved in your life. All right. So for today's quick step, shocker, you are going to schedule a day date. You and your partner are going to pull out your phones right now. If they haven't heard this yet, you're going to send it to them. And you are going to schedule a day date within the next month because you might need to ask for time off. Um, But you're going to set it aside. You're going to jot down, you know, you can then plan out how you want to do it. But schedule it, get it on the calendar, put it in with an exclamation mark day date, and you're going to experience it. And we're super excited for you. So once you do that, let us know how it goes. Um, You can follow us at Meet the Myers on Instagram, and that's spelled M-E-I-E-R-S. And then send us a message and let us know what you did on the day date and what was fun for you. We're always looking for good ideas for us. So if you did something that was super fun, let us know so we can do it too. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, many of you out there have couples and friends who are always looking for ideas. So make sure to send this to them. They're going to thank you for it. Everybody that we've told about this has really enjoyed it. And it's been a you know great bonus and add to their life. And then also, you know, make sure to subscribe, rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcast. Up next, we have our mailbag segment where we answer your listener questions. If you have a question for us, please email us at meyer at ifliferperfect.com. That's M-E-I-E-R at ifliferperfect.com. Our first mailbag question comes from Mark. Hi, Laura and Josh. I'm a digital marketing consultant. I left my former workplace a couple years ago to start my own firm, and things have been going really well. I've built up a great team of junior associates and a solid client base. We even recently moved out of a shared workspace into a private office, which was a huge moment of pride for me. My biggest problem, however, is that the company has grown. I've had to spend less time on the part of the job that I love and more time running the business itself. I've thought about trying to find a COO, but I'm not sure that I can give someone else so much control over the thing that I've built. What should I do? Well, Mark, congratulations. I mean, what you have done growing your company is amazing. I know it's not easy and you should feel very proud because that's awesome. A couple of things came to mind. The first one being you're talking about if you should get a COO. And then the other piece I think that hit me is where you said you're not able to focus on doing the actual work that you love and you're having to run a business. For me, I totally get it because you know, the whole reason I was a lawyer is I liked doing the law um, and I liked doing the marketing at the firm, but I didn't actually want to be a business owner and get bogged down in all of those tasks. One thing though I have learned, which I'm sure you already are experiencing is when you own a business, you do have to wear the business owner hat. And really the sign of a great business is when you're not even having to work in the business, only on the business. But that leads me to my next point about a COO, because what's great about a chief operating officer is they can help run the business and wear the business hat and free you up if you want to actually be working in the business and doing things and making sure that the business owner aspect is addressed. And that's something that we've done here at the firm. You know, I think your biggest thing is, you know, having to give up control where you're Mm -hmm. having somebody else kind of manage and run and operate things. And this is something where even though you have somebody who's kind of handling the day-to-day tasks, that doesn't mean that you have to be completely out of it. In fact, you really need to be in the loop 
especially when you're first starting out, to make sure things are run the way that you want. And that's also where you can really ensure that. That's where kind of having systems and practices and protocols in place that you've you know implemented and created can help alleviate a lot of those control concerns because you know that you know it's systems that you trust and know that are being followed. And so then it's not really having to give it control. You're having control. You're just having somebody else implement and do it. Yeah. And Mark, I will tell you, and this has been my personal experience, having a COO is life changing. It has freed me up to do the work that I want to do. It has made it so I don't have to feel the burden of running everything from a day to day standpoint. And I can go on vacation and things like that. And I can go home after school with my kids and I'm not worried that things aren't getting run. And so, yes, you do give up a little bit of control. That is true. But what you're getting in return is far better. So I hope hope it's something that you will look into and uh, let us know how that works out for you. Our next question is from Tamara. Tamara writes, hi, Laura. Oh, you're not on this one. I recently started working after going through a divorce. I have three kids. How do you handle things like laundry and dinner? Question mark. Breakfast for dinner, <laughs> Tamara. That is how it is done at my house. Um, no, but seriously, I know that that's, it sounds like you've had a huge change. Going through a divorce, going back to work, having three kids, you have your hands full. And so I know that this is probably a huge transition for you. A couple of things, whether you're single or married, working on top of having kids, it is hard. It just is. It seems it's a like lot. It's a lot. And it seems like there's not enough time in the day. And so it is very practical. How do how does like housework get done and how do kids get fed? And so I can tell you, you know, obviously, if you can afford it financially, it's nice to, you know, get some outside help with some of those things. But for a lot of people, that's just not practical. I don't know the ages of your children, but if your kids are old enough and you can go online and on the parent blogs and see what kids are capable of, but your kids should be helping. They should be helping with dinner and they should be helping with laundry. I know like even our seven-year-old, I can get him to fold towels and things like that. It's not fun. And do dishes. He puts away the silverware. Yeah, and he can put away the silverware. Um, And then our older kids can certainly do more, but you're having to carry now a lot for your family. And um, I know it's a bummer, but your kids need to help and that's good for them. I know with our kids, the more that they pitch in, yes, they fight it, but any responsibility also brings a lot of pride. And so I would just really strategize with your family to see how you can share the workload. And just remember when you're with your kids, like that's a gift. Not everything has to be perfect. Any healthy dinner is going to be fine. You don't need to give some gourmet, you know, food channel worthy dinner. Save that for the weekend if you feel like that's important. Thanks so much for listening. That's a wrap for this week's episode. Next week, we're back with an all new episode on healthy competition and why your competitor is not your enemy.